giving feedback is supposed to call people forward, not call people out. Ah, so then what That's you're saying, one. so what you're saying is if people are are less recept, receptive or defensive, then maybe that feedback is that way of giving feedback doesn't necessarily work, right? Well, I used to call people out and I said that was feedback, but then I started realizing that calling people forward is a lot more effective. Uh, how, like how do you... Speaking to their greatness, like, hey, oh. like, um, I'll just use you as an example. Like, hey, like Charles, like, dude, you can be doing so much better, bro. Like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Like, I know you're so much better than this, but mm-hmm. like, dude, bro, you fucking suck. Like, what oh, are you doing? I see, I see, I see. Yeah, that was actually one of the things. That, that's exactly, <laughs> that, that's exactly <laughs> why I said, I know, that's why I said before. Andrew, now. You're listening to On The Go Voice Podcast, the best generational podcast you'll ever tune into. Listen to the voices of this generation where we seek to identify values, stimulate discussions, and vocalize the community. guys welcome to on the go voice i'm your host charles sabiaga and this is part of the ipc series also known as interpersonal communication and uh today we're going to talk about something a little bit more actually not a little bit very important part of uh supporting and developing the relationships and that's uh feedback and accountability so last week we actually talked about uh how the concept of intimacy and vulnerability was important and it's a part where you have to consider and also include into nurturing your relationships it's also part of the part where you can reflect and project how you are how you treat yourself and uh, the the cool thing about that is that we mentioned how there was a follow-up that was involved in order to be able to nurture that and i think this thing ties into it which is perfect and uh it's on feedback and accountability and the really cool thing is today i have two of my mentors friends and also past business partners we've done business together i'm very excited to have them on board to actually talk about this topic with me to introduce and share some ideas with everybody else listening and how the important thing is and other than that it goes hand in hand together i think when these two things are in a supportive relationship it becomes a very important role to support and nurture that relationship that you might be headed for so with that being said um welcome in guys nice to have you guys how are you guys today Thank you for having us, and uh, we're doing pretty good, man. Man, thank you for having us. Of course, I'm excited, excited to have you guys here. Yeah, and uh, they drove out here two hours, right? Yeah, more or less. Oh, an hour and a half, which is which is still nice. I used to drive out there, Westminster and Long Beach, uh, but it's nice to. I appreciate you guys for taking that time to drive out here. But other than that, um, when it comes down to feedback and accountability, what's the first thing that comes in you guys' mind? Uncomfortable, but necessary for growth. Oh, for sure. What about you, Justin? I think for me, uh, what comes to my mind is um, sometimes I feel a little bit of resistance, you know, personally. Okay. Um, it can be kind of scary at times also. True, true, And true. very uncomfortable. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think uh, when I think of feedback, sometimes I'm just like, yeah, resistance is definitely exactly. part of it. I feel a sense of like, I don't know, it's like, oh, man, is that feedback? You got you to gotta go to yourself and also... Uh, see the worst part of yourself and that's kind of how I see it I think that's kind of associated but I also see it as a as a necessary step in order to grow exactly. and develop so now how, how, how are we going to tie this into the relationships but before we actually go tie into it I want you guys to introduce a little bit about yourself and what you guys are doing right now for anybody listening cool well my name is Andrew Doe um, I've been in entrepreneurship for probably the last man, since 2011 um, mostly in sales and network marketing and I'm mm-hmm. back in sales right now I'm actually a solar advisor for a company called Apricot Solar and that's my main focus and me and Justin are working on a few projects that we're looking to launch this year Okay. Um, we're not going to talk about it too much but oh, man gotta, what a tease ev- everyone will get to see it when it comes out <laughs> I'm, I'm super excited because okay. it, it's actually both of our passions okay sounds good what about you Justin what are you doing uh, same same thing you know I, I've been an entrepreneur since I was 18 so you know it's about to be 7 years now uh, I run a digital marketing agency, so okay. you know, basically help you know businesses get more you know more audiences and you know build their reputation, right? And all of that good stuff. Uh, awesome. Right now, they're here because we've had history together, working, and uh, the part of that is the relationship. It at the time for my for my side of the story, it was hard for me to distinguish a business partner versus brotherhood and friendship 
right? So like at the time when I was actually getting feedback from them, it was it was uh it was hard. <laughs> but they taught me a lot of things that really allowed me to be out there in the real world where I can take in a lot more and be more grounded and solidified because of them. That's why I'm very grateful for them. So um with the recent question with what I mentioned, you know, um accountability and feedback, I I said that it not only allows us to see outside of our framework but but it also allows us to step out of outside of our ego where we can see how we show up with other people so with that being said you know um it may not actually be helpful or it may be depending on what your target is but based on the relationship that you have with somebody like if it's your family now you have to consider if that feedback is actually essential you know or is that something that you need to hear or is that something that can support you? So, and also accountability. I think that's also important. Uh, I think a lot of people nowadays in friendships are not as accountable and they allow themselves to outgrow them and then they kind of stop. I, I think there's a fear associated with nowadays friendships because social media is so accessible. We think we see everything, but we don't really see what's behind it. And it's easy to portray what we think is going on in their lives. So we don't hold that sense of accountability. Um, but other than that, um, yeah, do you guys have anything that you wanted to say on top of like what comes up when accountability and feedback? Just um, to expand on my mm -hmm. last answer. I know, even for me personally, even though I've studied feedback and I give feedback and I receive a lot of feedback, for sure, I usually get this feeling like this, like this twisting inside my chest when I start getting feedback. Right. And it takes a lot of commitment to be able to look at that feedback and not attach yourself to like your or attach your worth to mm -hmm. that feedback. Because I remember so when true. I used That's to so get true. feedback. I'd be like, man, I'm like, I'm messing up. Or I'm not good enough. Like, why do I always mess things up? Mm -hmm. But then, as I started progressing more and I started focusing on getting the result versus focusing on like how messing up or getting bad feedback was hurting me, mm -hmm. then it was easier to receive it. But still, even now, uh, hearing it, it's I still feel like, man, I'm messing up. <laughs> but then it's a lot less. So I think the more you do it and the more you get feedback, then the more conditioned you are to actually. Um, receive it in a way mm -hmm. it doesn't hurt you i think you're more grounded but also you become more okay and open with not being perfect mm -hmm. so that that thing that's you know as you conceptualize that but yeah well another thing too is that to add on to charles's story like he said that he couldn't <laughs> differentiate the difference between business partner and brotherhood uh to be completely fair to charles um i can only speak for myself I'm not gonna speak for justin okay is that the feedback I gave you, uh, mm -hmm. Charles, it wasn't necessarily always like in the best way to give feedback. Like it was like my my worldview at that point in time. Like that was the best way to give it because there's a lot of different ways of giving feedback. That's and true. I just did it in a way where I'm like, hey, if you take it, you take it. Then you're gonna grow. If you don't take it, then it sucks for you. But then now, uh, over the past few years since we haven't been working together, mm -hmm. I've developed a more uh, refined approach to giving feedback where. People are a lot more likely to receive to, to be more receptive. So, so I'm curious. Like now that you've uh, brought that up, what 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 does that approach look like when it comes down to working with people? Well, I just gauge out like where are they in their emotions? Are they open? Are they not open? Mm. What are their current values in the like their values towards uh, the feedback I'm going to give? Like for example, if it's going to be about relationships, mm -hmm. then I gotta see how committed are they to actually making the relationship work, or mm. are they just committed to making it work their way? So you're kind of gauging it in such a way, but also try to get your message across, right? Yeah, because I can only be direct to people that will are willing to receive direct feedback. That Otherwise, I have to subtly give it to them until I can see that they're open. <laughs> until they become like, oh, okay, I'll take a. I'm actually they're actually appreciative and acknowledging at the same time I mean a very a simple technique to doing it is um, what's I think I believe it's a kiss feedback kiss so then mm -hmm. I, I forgot the actual word I just made that up but you say <laughs> something like hey you know like I really love you Charles and you're doing really good uh, there's just like maybe one thing you could do better uh -huh. and this is what you could be working on Interesting. and then but hey man I just really appreciate you okay so that, that sounds like something a, a lot of organizations can also use right especially if you're in a leadership role when you're trying to give feedback so that you can support their growth and help them understand that it's not a way to bring you down, mm -hmm. but it's a way to see, hey, this is what I see that you could improve in. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, I know Justin's really good at this too, but one of the mm -hmm. things that we've been implementing is that 
giving feedback is supposed to call people forward, not call people out. Ah, so then what That's you're saying, one. so what That's you're saying one. is if people are are less receptive, receptive or defensive, then maybe that feedback is that way of giving feedback doesn't necessarily work, right? Well, I used to call people out and I said that was feedback, but then I started realizing that calling people forward is a lot more effective. Uh, how, how like do speaking you... to their greatness, like, hey, oh. like, um, I'll just use you as an example. Like, hey, like Charles, like, dude, you can be doing so much better, bro. Like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Like, I know you're so much better than this, but mm-hmm. like, dude, bro, you fucking suck. Like, what oh, are you doing? I see, I see, I see. Yeah, that was actually one of the things. That, that was exactly, <laughs> that, that's exactly why I said, I know, that's why I said before. Andrew now, Andrew two years ago. <laughs> okay, what, 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 are, what are your thoughts on this, Justin? I'm, I'm curious. Um, It's a lot, man. I mean, I was, I was actually reflecting on what you said also about, mm-hmm. you know, giving feedback to your, your circle, your friends, and, you know, that whole outgrowing thing. Because, like I said, you know, sometimes feedback can be very uncomfortable. True. And it's just as uncomfortable receiving it sometimes as it is to actually giving it to sometimes. Mm-hmm. Because, no, that's true. Th- I mean, I'll just speak for myself. Um, I, I actually used to be very afraid to give feedback to my friends. You're and right. the reason Same why here. is because I was so scared that if I gave them the wrong feedback, then that would kind of end our relationship. Mm. Or it would kind of like damage it. But then what I started really thinking about is that, you know, like like Andrew said, if a person is, you know, if they, the more open they are to receiving that feedback, then, you know, you can really call them forward, mm-hmm. in, you know, into their greatness. Nice, nice. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, yeah. I, I can also relate because I think there are times when I'm afraid to give feedback and I know that this could help them move forward. But because I think it's a, on my end, I feel like sometimes it's the lack of results, maybe. So then I'm like, oh, why should I give them feedback when I don't necessarily have it? But then there's a way to actually give that feedback and support, right? But um, yeah, so when I actually learned feedback, um, it was through a training that you guys got me involved in, which was the um, with LIT, Leaders in Transformation. Shout out LIT. <laughs> and um, it was one of the um, weekends called Intimacy. And I, I remember you were there before I got kicked out the first <laughs> first H. <laughs> So for anybody in the context, I got kicked out because I didn't meet, I wouldn't say the standards, but I wasn't being my authentic self. And that's, that's a feedback I would give myself, you know, I wasn't being my best authentic self. So when I got kicked out, I, before I got kicked out, actually, during that weekend of that training, we went through this thing called a pendulum where there was a bunch of people that... Oh, the gauntlet? The gauntlet, there you go. That's, that's, the, that's the word I'm looking for. The gauntlet, where there was a bunch of people who looked at you and based on how you came up or shared your experience or interacted with them the, la- the past 30 days plus the other program, they gave you feedback on that. And it was like, it was honestly scary. So that that's when I realized, oh shit, this is, this is feedback face to face. And I think I remember one of them, I could never, I could never forget it. He told me that I was a fake network marketer. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I remember hearing that. I was like, all right. I, I, I never knew how to move forward at that time, but like as now as I progress, I became more aware and understand of who I am as an individual. But uh, when, when you guys uh, learn feedback, how, where, where did you guys first experience it and how did you guys distinguish it from feedback versus actual criticism? Because I feel like a lot of people, you know, they mistake it for criticism. And like I said, if they're not open to it, they're not going to be receptive but at the same time how do they even know if they're actually it's supposed to be feedback to help them move forward you know with things in life i think an important distinction that uh, i'm going to make right now mm-hmm. is that when i give feedback it's i look at it very differently than how i receive feedback because when i give feedback i try to make it the most effective way possible to give that feedback so that the person can actually receive it but when i get feedback yeah i could be pissed off at someone's approach and i'll probably <laughs> say like dude this guy's a fucking asshole <laughs> but i believe that everybody's feedback has something for me to learn hmm. and so it's just in varying degrees like if they say i'm an asshole i'm like I'll, I'll actually like i think what's really important when people are getting feedback is that they have to take an honest look at themselves mm-hmm. and see is that feedback actually valid? And usually it is valid to a certain degree. Now, hmm. if it's like your coach or your mentor who knows you very well, right, right, and then they give you feedback, then usually, not always, it's pretty accurate. And then even if you don't see it, it's probably because you're in the picture, so it's hard to see. Hard. To... What I heard a weird beep. Yeah, keep going. Okay, but um, 
what was the question again so the question was what uh, i guess i would just say what was there any experience where you guys first learned to distinguish feedback and you know versus criticism um probably the first time i ever really experienced feedback was when uh there's this girl that i liked a long time ago and then i was like a super nice guy back then and like, i was like a pushover like so a, you're not a nice guy now <laughs> I, I am a nice guy but I, i'm not a doormat though. oh god gotcha. i was a doormat back then and i remember she rejected me and she told me oh the reason why i don't i, I actually asked her because i was like hey i'm gonna put my ego aside for the first time in my life mm -hmm. and be like hey what's the reason why you don't like me mm. and then she said it's because you're too nice you're a doormat hmm. and then i told her hey so can you teach me what I need to do? And that was the first time nice. I ever experienced feedback. But doing it on a consistent level was when I got into sales. Oh. Like because most people I feel don't like sales is true, because true. they're getting feedback over and over and over again. Right. And it takes tough skin and being able to look at an honest look at yourself to get better at sales. Because what do people most most people say about sales? Sales is luck. It's only a numbers game. Uh, if I get a good prospect, then I can sell. Which is you know for to, to a varying degree true understandable but then there are people that can still perform in those industries or in that particular job and so in sales is where i actually learned all of it and i decided to take responsibility for my results mm, okay sorry about that guys got a little mic interruption but yeah go ahead continue uh, i know i answered uh, the difference between criticism and feedback like maybe 30 seconds ago or a minute ago but uh i feel like there's a lot of people, maybe not, in, a lot of people say it's this generation, but I feel like it's a lot, every generation almost, we right. just use this particular word. Oh, they're just haters. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I, I don't, I don't really believe in that. Right. Is that I, even Tom Beeler, you know, the guy from Impact Theory, yeah, yeah, says yeah, that Impact. your haters can teach you a lot more than your admirers because your haters will point out stuff that you would never think to see in yourself that you can improve on. That's true. That's and true. so criticism, feedback, like they're almost like the same thing. It's mm -hmm. just, it's a different come from. Like when someone's giving you feedback because they want to help you, then obviously you can call that feedback. Mm -hmm, that's like true. Criticism is still feedback. That's mm, that's true. It's still something that people see within you. I think it's just a matter of, like you said, having the rhino skin and being able to actually take that in, especially if it's someone personal, like your family, your sister, your brother, your cousin, you know, and then now you have to figure out, okay, well, yeah, that, that feedback may be true, but should I take it personally, but also understand that maybe they're coming from a place where I don't know whatever it is they're going through right I mean it's never per you should never take it personally that's true I do take it personally but I should never take it personally <laughs> what about you Justin what 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 uh or what if if you had any experience in the past that made you allow you to distinguish feedback and criticism well for feedback and criticism uh if I were to try to think about you know a time you know where it was kind of hard for me to distinguish it right to be honest, it's gonna be about my mom. Mm. <laughs> uh, I think our parents give us the most ruthless feedback you know, ever. Sure. It's because you know they, at the end of the day, they, they really care about us. It's true. And they want us to succeed in life. They want us to be happy, and they, they just want us to have a good life. Mm -hmm. And for the longest time, you know, I, me and my mom used to butt heads every single time she gave me feedback. Because the thing was is that I thought she was always criticizing who I was. Mm -hmm. I always thought that you know she was attacking me even. Mm, that's and, true, that's true. and like what Andrew said, that's me taking it personal. But when I started like really step, you know, step stepping back and thinking about you know where she's coming from, mm -hmm. you know, maybe it, I did not agree the way that she, you know, she would kind of execute the feedback. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, it was it was it was for my growing. It's true. So something I started realizing is that criticism, you know, is a part of feedback. Mm -hmm. It's a form of feedback in a way, and. How I see it now, see it. yeah. How, how I see it now is that, you know, we we need to be open to the feedback or criticism, and we need to start thinking. What I do is, you know, I start asking myself, what like what can I learn from this? Mm -hmm. That's one of the most important questions I ask myself, because let's say a person, you know, just they execute the feedback a way I, I don't re um, respond well to. Right. If I'm asking myself, how can I learn from this? It kind of, it, it's like a, it's for me, what it feels like, it's almost like a, I took a big, deep breath in and I mm. slowed everything down. Okay. And I started going into learning mo mode mm. and started thinking about, you know, exactly that. Exactly. How can I learn from it? Yeah, yeah. So, sometimes you just have to silence that ego too. And I feel the exactly. same way. Once you silence that ego, it's a lot easier to 
see past the line because now you're like i said not what you said not being attached to it and just looking at it objectively because sometimes you'll catch you off guard like hold on i wasn't ready for this <laughs> yeah yeah that's, that's interesting same thing with the mom my mom too i think uh because i was studying communication mm -hmm. i slowly began to understand why they would say that at first it was just a way for me i thought it was just a way of them projecting their instagram and in, in a sense it might be but at the other end they're also seeing something that you can improve on you know like for instance my side of the thing for years i was getting feedback on is how irresponsible i was with finance <laughs> finance so i was like over time i was like yeah mom i'll find some way i was always looking for some get quick rich scheme to get rid of that and i'll show you guys type of thing so as i began to really take that feedback in i realized holy shit then maybe there is something in here that i could look into now what they're saying or how they want to go about it it's not necessarily the way i might want to go about it however it's still feedback you know because if it's not aligned with what i want um then i would just find a way to kind of connect it and i'm like okay cool that that feedback does make sense but i'm gonna go about it my way and that's kind of where i've been at right now you know so um but other than that which brings back to the thing you know distinguishing feedback and um opinion i think sometimes there's people that would project their feedback feedback on you whether it's a workplace or whether it's someone you work with or you see them in person or a gym or something like that they might show you sense of feedback but i feel like there's a um they might just be projecting their own insecurities just to kind of like bring you down but uh other than that i think I, I wrote this you know with our interview if there's one person that's calling you an asshole then you know it might be not be true however if there's 10 people that's calling you an asshole that's probably something to look into you know but uh what, what are you guys thoughts on this and when it comes down to um i guess people projecting insecurity and understanding um, uh, feedback and accountability. Can you clarify the question? I, I, I guess I, we kind of already answered it, so we'll just move forward with that. Okay. So this is totally actually a very new topic for me, so I'm still kind of like learning the transition. But uh, other than that, okay. So hmm, the next question I have was, how does feedback and accountability relate to or affect our personal relationships and we kind of established already i mean like i said it determines the person you're you are seen by the people that's important to you the most and it's up to you whether you really value that relationship to change within that um but other than this um if you chose not to really care about it then i guess you don't really value how you come off with that relationship if it's somebody who's significant to you guys then that feedback might be important maybe you know you come off very strong or aggressive around them but then you don't show enough compassionate you don't you don't show enough patience and that feedback is hard to take in or that's something we don't consider from our other accountability or partners right but um okay when um wait so you're asking a question or? no i just kind of moved past it because I, I realized we kind of just answered it <laughs> which well, is interesting yeah there is there is something that i would want to uh touch on for that because sure. you're asking how does feedback affect our personal lives and relationships right mm -hmm. well i mean i've had a few experiences probably in the last three four weeks where I think I feel like most people they expect people to talk to them in their language. Or, oh, and wow! That, same thing. Like that's how I used to be. Like you know, I want mm -hmm. to talk to people in my language. And the reason why feedback is important is because they're telling you how they want you to show up or how they want you to communicate with them. Mm -hmm. And therefore, that way, it's a lot easier for you to learn how to speak their language or talk, show up for them in a way that they understand it versus like you talking to them in a way that only you understand mm -hmm. so what you're saying is like you, you gotta change your style of communication if they're not as receptive to it well i don't know about style of communication but more of a because feedback allows you to see into their worldview it's true and then the reason why it's hard for me to accept feedback is because i want to be stuck in my worldview i want to be right about what i think and what i say that's right and then when i get feedback that's the opportunity for me to look at is what I'm saying or thinking actually true? Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Okay, thanks for clarifying on that. Um, mm -hmm. hmm. I guess uh, I think for anybody that's listening, when it comes down to it, um, if there is a family member giving you feedback or 
someone who's very close but someone you kind of look up to or you've had personal relationships i guess the question would be how do how would we cope it better um what kind of feedback would they be giving us hmm. that makes sense i guess maybe living the way they live their life maybe when it comes down let's say they don't like the job that you're doing or like you know um kind of like unsupportive yeah no, not supportive of what your decision is but like they want like like for me i guess my feedback often is that i have a college degree then they said oh you should get a job like a good paying job however my vision is what i'm doing right now and everything else around it and that's what i see myself in the next 10 20 years now they're gonna try to accelerate and try to support but oftentimes it's a little bit of a message where they'll try to say something you know or people will say something hey you should get something different out of that you know i mean uh, i think my thing my question with that is just for people experiencing with that especially with personal with per closer people how would how would you guys um where they help them see it to cope it cope it better well i feel like if you're getting feedback from someone you love respect or really care about mm -hmm. and it's not and you have like a specific vision that's different than what your loved ones expect you to do i start over on my answer no you're good bro we, we're having some crazy technical difficulties by the way guys i'm looking for a team so if anybody who could help me out with this because uh i'm all for it but anyways uh what were you saying andrew uh where you're asking how to cope when a loved one gives you feedback that uh that isn't aligned with your values or uh, what you think is in the line with your values you know, because oftentimes we get feedback from people that we love and care the most just because they also love and care about the most as well. But oftentimes, you know, we don't um, we we're, we're we're resistant, basically. Well, I feel like um, to answer how to cope with it better is to realize that the reason why we are or I'm resistant to feedback from loved ones is because I feel like they're not accepting me. But that's not really not the case. Like just because they don't accept mm. my vision doesn't mean they're not accepting me. And even if they don't accept my vision, I don't need them to accept my vision because it's true. They come from a different set of values than yeah, yeah. I do. And I think that's a big problem that uh, a lot of people our age or Asians probably have. We have to live in a very traditional and conservative uh, worldview. And if we stray from it, it means that failure is that's true. All that stuff. And I think there's a lot of different ways that people um, take it. Like they can either say, well, fuck you, mom, fuck you, dad. And I'm just mm -hmm. going to do my thing, which is probably works. Yeah. But I feel like there's a more healthy way of doing it where it's just like, hey, I love you, mom. I love you, dad. Um, I love you. But then whatever you think of me, that doesn't affect. It shouldn't affect our relationship. Mm -hmm. True, true. And even if your parents do make it affect a relationship, you don't have to take it personally that way. That's true. You're just doing your thing. Yeah, like I said, because I, sometimes it might feel like they might be projecting their own worldviews on you or whatever they felt that they were missing in life. And that's how they operate in the past. But we're living in a new generation where it's constantly changing. It's different ways of living. Like, for instance, my parents would feel and think that back then, like getting a job was just the way to go about it. But not just getting a job, but how it was the only way to secure your future. You know, and and them understanding that, and also going to school was like the more secure thing. But to be honest, right now, like I'm out of college. I know a lot of people out of college who aren't secure, and that's because like there's this promised system with schools education system, which is something different. But that's that was a different generation back then. You know, it's like it's more about skills what you can improve now. But anyways, totally off topic. <laughs> but even then that feedback of like making the whole part is like hey basically what they're saying is that you need to find something that can work for you you know and i think that's just a bigger picture of it you know but yeah you got any thoughts on this justin i know you were kind of just like kicking back out there yeah i mean no i, I feel like andrew really nailed it mm -hmm. with the whole um you know how it's all about you not taking it personal or us me i and no the moment that we start taking it personal i feel like it's almost like there's a wall that's been built mm -hmm. and we can't really accept feedback if you start thinking other ways about it right got it that makes sense all right i think we're gonna switch it up because i know we've been talking about 
discussing and defining what feedback and accountability might mean. But I think for you guys, because you guys have worked with, for anybody listening, I was fortunate enough to work with these guys. They work with hundreds of people. (laughs) (laughs) I'm grateful (laughs) to have worked with them. Yo, what's up, podcast listeners? If you are listening this far, I just want to let you know I genuinely appreciate your support for being able to listen. And if it does pique your interest and this is the type of podcast you like, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and subscribe so that you can get more features in the future. Or for Spotify, follow so that you can stay up to date. Or follow me on the Instagram account at charlescreates underscore. And for the rest of season three, All the way until November of this year, I'll be making podcasts with different series tackling different broads of categories. So if you know anybody who might be perfect for these series that I've done in the past for the next season, contact me. And also, I am currently looking for sponsors. So if you know anybody or have a business that you want to promote, contact me at info at onthegovoice.com so we can talk about business. Okay. All right, guys. Enjoy the rest of the show. All right, so <laughs> let's take it from there. <laughs> but uh, I've also experienced how they operate on their leadership, you know, and how they built their relationship and how they um, nurtured and cared and supported others. So I'm going to transition to you guys to see how anyone who's trying to support other people as a leader or anybody who's trying to build the relationships, whether you're a parent or maybe, you know, you're running an organization or you have partners. Um the the question i had let me see where i got it at um i would say i'm I'm actually curious what what would you say has been one of the most important things that you learned working with people regarding sending out like being the sending side of feedback what what would you you let's say you're the one giving feedback right what would you say have been one of the most important things that you learned when it comes down to giving feedback or in working with people? Oh, uh, I, I don't know if you noticed. I used to um, I used to work for for corporate with T-Mobile. I used to go That's business right. business. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I re- I actually you know got to a leadership position in my company. You know, and they started you know they started flying me out to different parts of the United States. Oh yeah, I remember that. And I've actually learned a lot from that. Mm. You know, I, because. People in LA are a lot different than people in Colorado. People in Colorado are actually a lot more different than Florida. You were in Colorado? I was. I went to a lot of different places. Oh, they, nice. they sent me to Washington, a, a lot of different oh, states. Um, they train offices, you know, and by train offices, mm-hmm. I, I had to train the newest people, or sometimes even people that have been there already, but mm-hmm. then, you know, we want to like help increase the results. Right, right, right. And something important that I learned about, you know, giving the feedback to people is, it's there's a lot of different factors you, that we have to really you know think about before giving feedback and mm-hmm. I, I think Andrew mentioned it before we gotta see if they're actually open for it because you can you can kind of give a person feedback and if they're not open for it it's not gonna be it's that's not true. they're not gonna receive it that's true they will absolutely not receive it yeah you got also I th- actually I think about you I think you said this too they I feel like they need to be committed to wanting to grow because if they already limit themselves then that's another thing it's, it's actually a form of not being open too mm-hmm. they don't if they're not committed to wanting to grow it's kind of like you're just talking to a brick wall right it's kind of like you're just talking to yourself so but now on the other side there are ways to open them up there are ways to get them committed and Interesting. it's re- yeah it's really depending on it's 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 you being able to to relate with them Mm-hmm. I feel like the moment you can relate with them and then you can see where they want to go, that's when that's when things will change. Because I've worked with some people that you know that wanted to wanted to, to work, but they were more committed to all the excuses they had. And when a person is more committed to the excuses than you know for them you know excelling, it just it's just it doesn't work that way. Right. But like I said, if you can open them up and if you can figure out, you know, what it is that's making them so resistant, mm-hmm. that's where, you know, that's when, when things will change for them. Right, right. I, I think the key component that you highlighted is, um, yeah, sure, not everybody would be 
feed not will be open to feedback and they have to be open to it but if you can get them to open and help them see it i think that will allow them to be more receptive to your feedback so that they can get closer to it and uh, especially that because like sometimes you know we try to give it a certain way and oftentimes they don't they're more defensive and closed off rather than actually being open to it so they can see for themselves you know but yeah good 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 pointer on that but what about you andrew if you have I mean, I any like justin covered uh pretty much all of it i think oh, the, only, okay. the only thing i can add on to it is that to give feedback that you're asking how to give feedback so people can receive it better right? yeah I think a lot of it has to do with figuring out people's values, like what do they want. That's Actually, let me repeat that. The question was, what was one of the like most important things that you learned? But that is actually the question. One of the things I learned. Yeah, that is one of the things I learned. And it's not just finding out like, oh, they want a new car. Mm-hmm. That could be a motivating factor. Or maybe it's they want to be cool or they want to be respected. Or um, they want to take care of their family. And I think it's a lot further than that. You have to like really get to know the person and connect with them because I think we can say all the right things but at the end of the day if we're giving feedback with the expectation that we are going to change them or we have to change them then people aren't going to be I, I know when I get feedback like that I'm not open to it like right, right, I, right. I, I have to make the commitment myself to open mm-hmm. myself up to it that's so true that's so true sometimes I get when, when I'm giving feedback to people I get very I would say in, in the expectation mode or very um, structured where it has to be this way, you know, and then like friends is my little brother and I want and he wants a certain way, but then he doesn't operate a certain way. So I'm just like, OK, well, I'm not going to be able to push that. And I, I realize I'm becoming resentful towards the process and ultimately being resentful to myself. And I'm like, OK, well, that's not even though ultimately might be my projection of how I want it or how I want for myself but at the end of it it's I have to understand that okay he's at his own process or anybody and I'm working with in general is in their process I mean I've worked with people here who have dropped out or gone the different direction of where they were going and I, I observe carefully you know and and when I meet them I'll slightly give them some feedback you know or um, try to understand where they're coming from but oftentimes now I'm not as like um not so pushy and aggressive about it you know because I, cause I feel like when we become too aggressive aggressive we're 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 more we're the one like pro- projecting you know we're, we're attached to the results yeah exactly that the expectation parts rather than allowing them to be at their process and give them the information they can get, do whatever they want to do it you know yeah, i think it's actually something that i forgot who told me this but then uh something that's really helped me is that accepting people for where they are while i'm giving them the feedback without expectation for them to change that's so true like if you're if i'm giving feedback from a place of judgment which i often do (laughs) which i often do well i mean mean, if we give feedback it's also a form of judgment isn't it yeah i mean a form of judgment like the distinction between the other judgment is that like i'm judging like looking down like oh okay all right bro you you gotta stop that bro. to be vulnerable (laughs) with everybody like i am a very judgmental person but then like that's not who i like to be so Mm. i turn it off or like i shift into a compassionate state where i can understand where they're coming from and look at their or look at somebody that's doing something that might not be helping them right and then i usually try to wait to give wait until i'm in that state before i give feedback because Mm. my come from is a completely different place that's true that's true so you, you gotta like tune it out and sometimes your emotions may only play for that moment right but then after that you realize oh it's the long term that really matters yeah i mean it's the yeah. same thoughts like it's like the judgment thought is the same thought as my compassionate thought but then it's just one is like oh they're stupid and one is like, <laughs> like you know like i really feel for this person and exactly I, like i want to help them yeah exactly and if they don't like i just want to help them without mm-hmm. expectation that's true, I'm that's gonna, true. if i'm going to help them they better get it done uh-huh i like this i like this little this is a little part it's it, it, it's kind of like a leadership a little uh discussion to be honest you know uh, rather than actually more relationships but then yeah, again it. it's about relationships too huh yeah. <laughs> it's interesting this this, ser- this series is really interesting because i'm constantly thinking about how i can add value towards building these relationships mm-hmm. and this series has been probably one of the most challenging i think last season was also mm-hmm. something that was also hard because even then while i'm on the podcast 
it's I have to consider how someone might open up and how I can get them to be open up, open about the relationships, you know, because not often people are op- open about relationships. But uh, totally off topic, you know. Wind it out the door. <laughs> well, aren't you glad me and Justin are open? <laughs> <laughs> I am very glad. So, um, okay. We kind of already covered when most people are receptive to feedback. It's when you highlighted intimacy or even like allowing them to be more vulnerable with yourself. And that's that comes with um, building a rapport. But if any, if you guys have anything you want to put, um, when would you say that people are most open to feedback? It's when they have when they have an ideal of who they want to be in whatever field it is. Okay. So then, for example, uh, just a story about me, so it it makes it a lot easier. Like when that girl Mm. didn't like me, I became open for feedback only in that area. Mm. (laughs) And then for sales, I became open only for feedback from my customers. Uh, Okay. And then network marketing, I only became uh, open for feedback on how I could become a better speaker, a better presenter. And then when my team fell apart a couple of years ago mm-hmm. then I became open actually it wasn't even that like it was like a a snowball of things because I wasn't open to feedback for like years from my ex-girlfriend uh, from my teams like people quitting and once my teams finally quit and I was making less than $500 a month then my ex-girlfriend left me on New Year's Eve that's oh. when I was like it's pretty wrong like that's when I realized like, hey I need to be open for feedback in all these areas <laughs> because it's not working right now that's that's interesting that's interesting that you pointed out and thanks for being open for that by the way too because oftentimes when we begin to lose things that's when we begin to question it you know and that's that's an interesting perspective because sometimes we don't get in that state when something shifts for us you know or maybe it's a motivating factor maybe like i said maybe you have 500 bucks a month left and it's like yo i can't live out of these expenses that's why they say you gotta be humble or the universe will humble you yeah that's so true (laughs) okay so what do you think it's missing in the relationship aspect when oh yeah you know sorry justin what's what's your word let me let me backtrack on that yeah so uh, what was the question again the question was what what do you think uh when when do you think that most people are experienced or more receptive to feedback and why oh well like, you know, that whole thing I talked about, you know, getting a person to be open in general. Uh, I feel like once we once we as leaders open up first or we decide to be open to them, mm-hmm. that gives them the space to be open themselves. Nice. And the moment you do that, I feel like that's how you can connect better. And that's when people become more receptive to, you know, so to true. the feedback. That's so true. So, like, you know, if someone was talking to me or I was trying to give someone the feedback about, you know, Whatever it is, let's say like drawing. Right, right, right. Let's just say drawing. I'm a terrible drawer. If you guys ever <laughs> see any of my pictures I drew, it's it looks like stick figures. But let's say I want to give someone feedback. Uh, let's say it's like my little cousin. Um, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say, hey, hey, bro, you suck. You know, it just, yeah. you know, it just doesn't work that way. But you know, if I say, man, you know, um, if I started off as in, man, you know, I think I could have done this better. Um, you know, I feel like the lines could have looked like this instead. You know, and stuff like that and I go hey what, what do you think mm-hmm. now it's almost you know I feel like once you once you create that space to show them that you, you know you're open for feedback they're they are also also open for the feedback interesting too. so and something I I, I, I mentioned uh, actually I got from what you're saying right now too is being able to receive feedback is a sense of vulnerability if you think about it yep Right, and the only way you can actually allow someone to be more vulnerable is being, what's the word I'm gonna reciprocal of being vulnerable as well. So I think the more we're open about our lives and not, and understanding and helping them understand that we're not coming from a judgmental state, that hey, we're in it with you, that's that's when the flourishing happens altogether. Exactly. You know, and that, that's interesting. We talked about that last episode. Wow, that's actually pretty powerful if you think about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I also want to like, you know, speak for myself. Um, I've actually recently be, been dating a girl and, you know, Ooh. something. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's like, what? You didn't tell me? <laughs> yeah, everyone, I'm off the market. Sorry. Uh, but, but seriously, um, she's an amazing girl and we've really been growing together. Uh, I, I felt like the reason we weren't able to grow before and it was so resistant for both of us was because you know, I, I actually was not open to the feedback. Mm. Uh, I was not open to any feedback she gave me. And it, it actually took me to, you know, it, it finally, I really had to look at myself. I really looked at myself 
and I really told myself, you know, hey, I, I want to grow. I, I want to, mm-hmm. I want to make things better. Right, right, right. I, I want, I want things to work out. That is interesting. And I, I kind of, you know, it's like, like what you said about, you know, putting down the ego, mm-hmm. realizing, you know, I am not perfect. There, there is things that I can work on myself. Right. And it is gonna take, especially if I want something serious to happen, I need to be open to the feedback. It's true. Because, and once that happened, I started realizing that the more open I was, the more she was. Hmm. Less fights started happening. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be transparent. You know, there were fights. Like in any relationships, there's good, there's ups and downs. And but what's crazy is that, you know, the moment we started being open to the feedback, we started it stopped being about me versus her. Instead, it became me and her versus the problem. That's right. And that's when a lot of things shifted for both that's, of us. I, I could see that in any type of relationship. It's when you guys are on the same terms together. Exactly. Yeah. Wow, that's actually real powerful. Because even then, like I think nowadays, one of the reasons why people also fail in relationships is because they don't take, they don't communicate that, hey, um, I'm not open to feedback or even disclosing that. You know, there's a sense of closeness. And the more, the more people become open about Deta- uh, about how they actually feel where their ego is not attached to it and they're actually like hey i'm sharing this with you because i want to grow i think that, that there's a lot of space for growth altogether you know especially for any relationship whether it's your coach your brother your father your girlfriend your boyfriend right that's that's a very powerful thing but okay so um so with that being said i feel like i i feel like this is already an answer to this but i, I kind of want to know what you guys think so with what you guys have said, what do you think is missing in a relationship to be able to fill this role of being able to support? I mean, we kind of already said it. Well, can you ask a question? What's, what do you think is missing in most relationships that that I think, or not so much I think, uh, what do you think is missing in the relationships that is preventing relationships from have, like, having this connection of feedback? Can I go first? Yeah, yeah, go first. Sorry, dude. It's just that I, I, I it's because I recently uh, just went through this. Um, the thing that's been that was missing for me that I, I started noticing is, and I'm glad we were talking about the the topic of feedback. It's not just about the feedback that you're getting from other people. Mm-hmm. It's actually just the feedback you give yourself. Oh, what like what are the feedbacks nice. you're telling yourself in your mind? And you know, I like when you really think about it, we're you know, I, I'm gonna speak for myself, I'm pretty negative when I'm in my own space, when I'm by <laughs> myself in my own car or in my own room anywhere by myself, <laughs> it can get pretty dark. It can get pretty dark sure. hanging out with my friends. That's true. But it's important to really notice that. Mm-hmm. It's important to really think about, you know, what what it is that we're saying to ourselves and why we're saying those things to ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's, it's almost like you're you're putting a mirror in front of you. And you, you really get into looking at yourself. And you know why the thing I said in the beginning where, you know, you have to learn from, you know, you have to, you have to really like think about what you can learn from this feedback. True. And I started thinking, talking to myself, like, hey, um, what am I, am I saying these things in my, to myself because I'm trying to learn from it or I'm saying it just to criticize myself? That's true. And then once I became more in touch with myself, once I became, you know, more connected and intimate with myself, right. that's when other relationships in my life started getting way better. Mm. So I felt like, you know, to answer your question, what, what's missing? Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a lot. It can be, you know, for myself, it was, it was a disconnect to, to the, to the person, to, to yourself. Exactly. Wow, that's powerful. I, I was actually gonna be a little bit uh, less deeper than that. I was thinking it was because of the trust and 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 support, you know. That, 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 that's what I thought was missing. And I realized that what you're saying now is actually quite true. And the only way you can actually create that trust and support in the first place is if you're connected with yourself to understand yourself a little bit better so that you can create that space for them to be more trusty of you or understand you from a different perspective. Like you have to be aligned with yourself. And that's as cliche as that sounds, I think once we dive into it, that's, that's, where, that's where it allows you to actually be grounded enough to either give or receive feedback, right? What what what's what your thoughts, Andrew? And I've been thinking about it, but what do you think is missing? Um, I think what's missing in most relationships where they're not able to support each other with feedback is that 
they're not playing to win together. They're playing to win for themselves, themselves, like nice. individually. And so, like, if you're the guy or the girl, you're even if just one of the partners is actually aware that, like, aware of their insecurities or aware mm-hmm. of like where they're trying to come from when they're saying stuff, then it can work almost work because once you actually try to be aware of where you're coming from and when you say stuff then the other partner will eventually become open too interesting um it doesn't mean that it is going to work for sure but i do believe that if you are the one that's taking responsibility for how you're showing up and like all your thoughts then their relationship can work a lot better that's true and it invites that like i said you know just willingness to grow together definitely will help out but i mean the thing is like a lot of people think they're trying to grow together but they're really not trying to grow together Hmm. expand on that yeah yeah Uh, like a lot of people think like oh like we're a power couple um we (laughs) like we're totally committed to growing together but then when you like see them they're always like competing against each other they're always (laughs) trying to be right over each other they're um like it's just not like you can tell to me it's more of like a it's a vibe thing. Mm-hmm. like when you meet a relationship that's like in sync like where they actually want to grow together you can feel like there's a there's a harmony in the relationship right right, right. To- so. totally and and just so for anybody listening i think i just wanted to clarify now i just realized we're actually talking more in a romantic relationship side because this, this is definitely hitting that topic you know when it comes down to it and it's just not i think it just oh, comes talking about normal relationships well now we are a more romantic you know at first i was but then i just realized when justin mentioned his relationship i was talking about the same thing as well but which is dope because it also ties on to this thing but the other thing is also oh fuck was that i just had a brain fart god damn it (laughs) Uh, but but your your original question was about normal like friendships then or what what was the question about yeah i guess feedback but i i think in it ties in we were just more in depth with it Mm -hmm. which makes sense um but on the other end i guess you know um what you were mentioning is being being selfless yeah. right just being there for the other person when it comes down to it it still ties back into it we weren't talking about romantic relationships yeah, obviously you have to have boundaries and mm-hmm. all that stuff and boundaries no when I, I i think just understanding your partner better too then, then that pumps in the role where you become more understanding mm-hmm. and compassionate or whoever it is you're working with and know how they like things but like I said, you said boundaries, you know, not to the point where they're, when they're under, exactly, unsupported for them. Yeah, that's that's pretty much, um, uh, okay, so last question. You guys are, I wouldn't say masters of receiving feedback. I mean, you guys are a lot better than receiving feedback than me and also being aware. (laughs) So, but uh, for anybody listening, how would you guys, or what would you guys suggest for people to do or to be able to receive feedback better? Well, first of all, I'm not a guru. I'm not. I'm True. Not, I'm not Just an let you know, none of us are. But however, I think it's an important discussion. I'm not. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm <laughs> totally not an expert. Like, if anyone's are like listening to this, like, oh, this guy thinks he's an expert. No, I'm definitely not an expert. <laughs> um, I'm probably really bad at this at certain points in my life. But um, I think your question was how to become better at receiving yeah. feedback. Yeah. Number one, I think, or I feel like viewing feedback as learning lessons is key that's the first thing because you can always learn from something but then number two is that you have to have a strong sense of self Mm -hmm. so what i mean by a strong sense of self is that when people give you feedback like for example they say oh andrew like you're an asshole and i know like deep down inside i know like objectively mm-hmm. i know i'm not an asshole like, mm-hmm. i'm not this person let's say i'm always going to church charities like fundraisers i don't i like totally don't <laughs> do anything that's asshole like then when someone calls me an asshole then i have to have a strong enough sense of self where i know that i'm not an asshole mm-hmm. <clears throat> so that i don't take it personally it's like a foundation kind of for yourself yeah a foundation mm-hmm. for myself and number three um is to learn to discern whether the person giving the feedback is giving a feedback based off their worldview or they're projecting on you Mm, or um, they're giving you feedback that's actually valid to what you want to do because obviously uh, I'll go back to the parent thing if your parents are engineers and doctors and they're giving you feedback on how to become a better musician or a better uh, artist or vice versa right they want you to be doctor most most of the time right yeah or they want you to be a doctor because it's safer yeah quote unquote like you just gotta see like 
where is this feedback coming from and is it valid? And it doesn't mean that the other person's feedback isn't valid as in it's not valid. It's just not valid for what you're currently doing. Mm-hmm. So then you have to learn how to discern that. And then I think number four is looking at feedback or knowing where you want to go. Um, understanding that if you have a particular vision or you have a particular ideal person you want to be, then feedback is essential. And once you know that feedback is essential, then it's a lot easier to receive the feedback. Mm-hmm. Because if, like, when I was the type of person where I didn't have goals, I didn't have dreams, I didn't care about what type of person I needed to be, feedback just bounced off me. Because I was like, I don't care. Like, I am, <laughs> I am who I am. I was, I was a destructive side. <laughs> yeah, like, I am who I am, so I don't need to get feedback. But as soon as I started realizing that there's a lot more room for me to grow as mm-hmm. a person, then that's when it became no, open to that. Nice, nice. That's a great sense of appreciation to know that you have to have a sense of love. That's crazy. Okay, okay. What about what about you, Justin? Uh, for me, you know, I, I keep saying I want to sound like a broken record, if, even if I do. Is that it's? You, I feel like for me, I always ask myself, you know, what can I learn from it? Mm. But at the same time, you know, what I want to say is, it's you have to be able to tell yourself it's okay to feel how you feel. And what I mean by that is you don't want, I, I would, I wouldn't want to dismiss my feelings. So if a feedback, you know, comes at me, you know, in a, it's executed in a way where I don't really want to receive it, it's okay to feel a certain way. But the question I always ask myself True. next is why am I feeling a certain way like this? Oh. Because when we can, when we can figure out the root of why we're reacting a certain way. To, towards feedback. Mm-hmm, like the certain, the, the type of feedback that you're receiving, then you can explore even deeper and that's when you can really you can really understand the feedback and grow from it. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, I feel the same way too when it comes down to receiving feedback. I think mm-hmm. when it comes down to it, um, damn, I totally just lost my thought. Man. I'll, I'll, I'll help you out here. Like, let's say, let's say you're at work, right? And then, you know, like your manager is giving you feedback on how to do something better. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you, and, you know, for me, I, I'd be like, what the heck, why do I do my job? But, you know, they're your manager, you know, yeah, yeah. they just want you to do well, they want you to, you know, do excellent in your job. And, you know, I would ask myself, you know, why is he telling me this? I know what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, you know, I start really, uh, you know, digging deeper and I go, okay, wait, no, you know, I'm, I'm acting this way because I don't like authority or, you know, or something true, like true. that. And once you're able to identify that. Now it's easier to say, okay, I'm just, be, I'm just I'm, being silly. I'm, the reason why I, I respond or react that way is because I'm this person. So once you acknowledge that and appreciate, you're a lot more open exactly. to the feedback. And, and also what you mentioned earlier was um, being... Having a strong sense of self. Ha- yeah, having a strong sense of self. God, I can't believe I lost that one. But yeah, when um, I'm looking back at you know, working with you and being coached and everything, when... Oftentimes when I got feedback, I was like, "Oh, is he gonna give? Is he gonna give me feedback? Is he gonna give me feedback? Is he gonna give me feedback?" Oh shit! <laughs> that's that's how I, I that's how I internalized. It. I was always ready to be defensive. <laughs> Even with Justin, I was like, "Hey, bro, like, did I do something wrong?" I was always looking for reasons why I was wrong. <laughs> that's how I internalized feedback. But then now thinking about it, the way if I was looking at feedback, like at work or any other place, like, dude, tell me something that I'm wrong at so that I can get better at it. At that at that foundation, you're more grounded and you're just like, yeah, fuck yeah, give me whatever it is you got so that I can work forward. Make me mistake. Like I think Gary Vee says it right too. Losing is, I don't know exactly. It's something something about losing. Basically, he talks about how you got to love losing, you know, so that you can take it. And I'm just like, yeah, fuck yeah. I kind of like ground that or, or ground that with my own values. Like, oh, lose so that you can learn from it. And then no one, no one else can take you, take that away from you. You know, so that's that's kind of where I'm at. And sometimes, you know, I'll also be like, whoa, where's this feedback come from? <laughs> and then I'll tie back to what you said. Hold on, why am I feeling this way? You know, and then, oh, okay. So now you understand yourself a little bit better and reflect. And next time you hear, feel something like that and you understand how you might feel, now you're more prepared for it, you know. But I think I, um, something I wanted to add and I just remembered is that when what I meant by having a strong sense of self, mm-hmm. it means that you realize that you yourself are not what you do or your results and therefore the feedback is usually about what you're doing or ah. what your results are. It's not so more you. objective but not personal basically. That's, that's key right yeah. yeah, 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 definitely. And then to add on to what Justin's saying too is that usually when I get feedback and I start feeling very triggered by it, it's because it's something I'm not ready to face yet. <laughs> ah. 
Like, I'm not. I'm, yeah, like, exactly. I'm like, man. Like, <laughs> like I, I don't know if you, anyone's ever experienced this for the viewers. But uh, when, on, when I'm reading, they pause the rule. Oh, there's no more viewers. Nice. All right, guys, we're back. We're gonna let Andrew continue. What was I saying? Damn it. Um, <laughs> should I go back? Backtrack it. Oh, you were mentioning <coughs> how feedback. Mm. So I don't know if you've ever read a book or uh, listened to something, and the person in the book or the person in the video is saying like. If you are this, then that means you're doing this, and all of a sudden you start feeling like inside, like man, I want to fight this guy. Like, why is he attacking me? Okay. Like, have you ever heard, like heard a message and you start feeling like resentful for no reason? <laughs> Sometimes. So. I think I felt that that way with a subtle art giving not giving a fuck when I listened to it. Yeah, like you start feeling, you just start <laughs> feeling attacked. Like so then, usually when I start feeling that emotion, that I start feeling really triggered when I get feedback, like. Now I'm aware that that's something I need to look at. Like, mm -hmm. I definitely need to look at because it's something I'm very blind to. Okay. Uh, true, true. The feedback where I'm like, oh yeah, like this makes sense. And then I'm not triggered by it. That's stuff that I probably still need growth in, but it's not like the stuff that I've been hiding from. Mm, but it's, it's the more powerful ones, right? The more like, like the one that's like. The ones that piss you off the yeah, most yeah, are the exactly. ones that you really need to hear. Hmm. Sometimes I got okay. Sometimes I gotta work. I gotta work on that too, to be honest. Because <laughs> sometimes I ignore it. I'm just like, nah, fuck that, you know. But anyways, um, we are wow. We actually gone over an hour, but which is cool. We got a lot of content to drop nuggets on uh, different platforms. But uh, we want for anybody listening, um, what can we? What are you guys working on right now that people can look for? I know you said you weren't gonna mention too much about what you're working with, Justin. But um, yeah, what? what are you guys uh working on or what uh what do you guys what do you want to put out you know for anybody listening well um what i'm currently working on is solar mm -hmm. um if you have a home and you're looking to save money on your electricity hit me up you can cool. find me at alpha.ado and uh, i'm actually under construction for my instagram because i'm rebranding myself nice. as uh actually it's gonna be a secret because that's, <laughs> that's, 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 that's that stuff but um i'm rebrand i'm actually my instagram's under construction right now okay okay and uh okay well, you still follow me i still put out some yeah nuggets. and and uh, I'll, i'm gonna start off justin because he's actually gonna be my co-host for next month for the business series i don't have a title for it yet we'll probably think of it yet we'll yeah but uh i'm excited to have him on he's gonna be co-hosting but uh we're gonna have a couple actually have a few people already actually andrew's gonna be back on with uh with the partner uh gary yeah, like business partner, not partner partner. You know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Clarify for the series, right? But uh, what are, what are you working on right now? If for anybody that's listening, you want to share? Uh, mainly my digital marketing company. So you know, any any business owners or you know people that that want to get their brand out there or you know market themselves or their company, you know, hit me up. Uh, that's why you reach me is on my Instagram. It's Justin B Santos. And you know, I, I usually reply uh, pretty quickly, but um, I, I don't know if I can want if I can share this, but like, sure. I do want to mention like you know one of my biggest passion pro projects. I do want to spread awareness. Uh, one of the biggest things I'm passionate about is you know is actually fighting against um, sex trafficking. Mm. And I, I feel like, especially in today's age, and, you know, there's a lot of sure, stories sure. out there, and you know, especially for children and women, uh, you know, they're they're really big targets. Uh, one day in the future, I'm not sure it's gonna be maybe in two years. You now I want to be able to, you know, work on my company and then, like like Andrew said, we're working on something too. Right. But after all that, I do want to create a nonprofit to, you know, to fight against it. Love it. Yeah. So um, that's one of my big uh, passion projects that I don't really talk about, but I, I want hmm. to. Thanks for sharing. I didn't even know about. Yeah, I don't want to see the opportunity, you know, because I'm already on the podcast and I, I do want to spread awareness for that. Nice. I'm awesome. I'm excited for it. But if you need any help with that, shit, let me know, bro. I'm working on it too. Um, one of my series that I just recently came out that I already named is called The Noise. It's more about movements, you know, more non-business related, non-profits, like non-profits, volunteer <clears throat> shit, like causes. It's going to be directed towards that. So that's coming out September. Because October is entertainment and then November is technology. That's the three uh, new series I came out with, which I don't know what I'm doing with it. But we'll see how it works out. <laughs> but other than that, um, you already said where people can find you. For anybody listening, you guys have anything else you want to finish off with? To say? The main message behind like everything that we've been saying is that the quality of your life and the quality of your relationship is based off the quality of your feedback. 
Oh, not just Whoa. with other people, but the quality of feedback that you give yourself. True. Boom. And you gotta be as objective with yourself as possible. I know it's super hard because there's like social conditioning, mm-hmm. there's like belief systems that you need to go through, and you don't always see your beliefs, but your beliefs always determine what you see. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of work. Um, it's gonna be hard in the beginning. You're probably gonna get frustrated. You're probably gonna cry. You're probably be sad. But I promise that once you get good at giving better feedback and receiving feedback, the quality of your life is going to be so much better because okay. you're going to be so much happier and more at peace. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. You become more grounded. The last thing I want to say is um, I, I really I really applaud for Andrew for doing this because, you know, he, he actually, like, he's a way ahead of me for sure. And it is because I, I've actually been doing it myself. It's, like, nah. <laughs> um, it's practicing asking the people that are really close to you for feedback. Mm. Like, you know, people that you consider, you know, are loved ones or people that you, you look up to. And not just ask them for feedback, but pay very close attention to how you are receiving it, what's coming up for you, and, you know, going from there. Cool. Interesting. Thanks for sharing that, guys. And uh, thanks for getting on. It was an hour and a half drive. So I uh, appreciate Worth you guys it. for taking the time to drive out here. I think we're going to get something. I mean, Justin drove, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I, th- I thought you were driving. <laughs> Alright guys, thanks for listening to the podcast guys. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Have a great rest of your night.